0: Welcome to the Sermon Series from Life Church Green Bay. It's our mission to bring the life-giving message of Jesus to the 920 and beyond. We're so glad you're here. If this is your first time joining us, we wanna do life with you. While you're listening, fill out our hello card on our website so we can connect with you. Visit lifechurchgreenbay.com forward slash hello to fill it up. Make sure to check the I'm new here and online options while filling out the card. Again, we're so glad you're with us today. Here's this week's message. I was not in the bathroom. Okay, here's the deal. I was worshiping, the Lord was moving, it was great. And I turned around and I smelled this. And I had to run out in the hallway. Ooh, that's good. That's some high quality H2O and brown beans. Thank you, Jesus, for coffee. But this morning, if it's okay with you, I want to talk to you real fast, real fast. By the way, my name is Alan Griffin. Um, I'm from now Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I love you. I missed you. I really am so glad I get to be back. And God loves us because he gave us sunshine and rainbows today outside. Hallelujah to the yeah. That's awesome out there. And um, it was 82 degrees in Winston-Salem this week. Just look at me and go, you stink. You can say it, I don't care. But I want you to know something, man. I want you to know that I've been thinking about you all week. Um, There's something stirring in our country. If you haven't noticed, there's a move of God that's been stirring. And God has been desperately chasing after you all week. Because today is a day where we get to collide with the power of the Spirit of God. And I want you to get ready. So grab your Bible, turn to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. Um, if you are viewing online, our online campus, we love you. God bless you. If you're in the Brown County Conve- uh, C- Convention Center, I don't think they're in the convention center. If you're in the Brown County Corrections Facility, we love you. We are so glad that you ty- your uh, type swipe tuned in with us today. And we want you to know that God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? There's a Bible in the seat in front of you. If you don't have one, you have permission to thieve the one we've got and use it today and forevermore. Acts chapter one, if you're there, say, oh yeah. If you don't have a Bible and you're just lying right now, say, oh yeah. (laughs) Wait, I need my glasses, hold up. I'm old. This is so much fun. Oh man, Sean's not here. Pastor Sonny's not here. Pastor Dallas can't stop me. You know why? I got that fool locked up in the back, tied up. There is no one to stop me. World domination. This is so fun. Acts chapter one. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Um, as you leave, I have some uh, blessings and tools for you. Let's go blessings first, okay? Um, I have a t-shirt and it's, it's, it's my life motto, man. I just, I just believe this with all my heart that you're God's favorite, that I'm God's favorite. So i made another shirt. This one is real cool. This is like the fancy hippie version. I've been rocking this lately. It says I'm God's favorite. I love it because everybody in here should know that God loves you, that God chose you, that you are God's favorite, that literally the Bible says before the foundations of the world were created, God chose you to be his children. That's awesome. That means he made the earth so he could put you on it. He didn't make the earth and go, oh, I'll put some people on it. Uh uh-uh. He said, I'm going to make an earth so I can put you on it so I can love you and cherish you. So who's God's favorite? That's right. That's right. But on the back, this is for the other people. It says, so are you. But if you don't like people, don't show them the back. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to heaven. But um, you can, I need someone who's a model. I need a 2X model. I need a 2X model. 2X. Hey. Oh, yeah. You better give me a hug right now. You ain't no 2X, but I'll give it to you anyway. Because you're a high quality human being. smell good, too. also we have um, our our DVD series one of our best selling DVD series somebody's like man I don't have a DVD player your kids have an Xbox trust me you have a DVD player they just won't let you use it but you can get this series back there it's called Bad Hair Day it's how to see the the, the, the hand of God in your life when it seems like everything's going wire or hair wire you can get this series back there this will bless your life I'm going to give this to you because you have less hair than I do Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Why are you mad at me? Uh, you know you know me. you know I can't control myself, right? So also um, I have a book, I got to write in a book with about 10 other authors on the power of the Holy Spirit and how to operate in the Holy Spirit and how to lead other people in the gifts of the Spirit, which you're going to do today. It's going to be so much fun. If you're in this room right now and you're alive, somebody say, Holy Spirit this book will bless you. I promise you it'll change your life. Um, In fact, I'll be preaching a little bit out of this book today. Just a little little bit out of this book today. So if you want to get this book, it's available at the back. It's amazing. It's called Helping Others and you can get this. That's what you get for sitting in the front row. Punishment. You got to read now. You guys like reading, right? People like, haha, I love reading. Is anybody ready for the word of God this morning? Y'all better get happy for me because my church is missing a black preacher. A white dude just stood up on my stage just now and said, hello, I am not Alan Griffin. They're like, no, you're not. But he's white chocolate. You know, he's good. If you're ready, say, let's go. This is so much fun. Okay, here's what Jesus is, is, is influencing the, the disciples and, and the apostle is writing about it. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote all about that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions to the Holy Spirit, to the apostles he had chosen. After Jesus' suffering, he presented himself to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was speaking with them, he gave them this command. He said, yo, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a, yeah, that's right. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around Jesus and asked him, Lord, are you at this time gonna restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus said to him, said to them, no, man, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has said by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he flew up to heaven. He was taken away before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. That's so good. That's so good. Let's go to one more section, Acts chapter two, verse one. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost, everybody say Pentecost. Say it like a preacher. Pentecost. Pentecost. Man, when you say that right, people get moved. You can walk around after church, go to lunch, and people go, what did y'all do at church today? Pastor Alan Griffin, the chocolate thunder, he preached about Pentecost. And you're like, ooh, Shaka Khan, I felt something. But when we talk about Pentecost, people get weirded out. And and it's so funny because I live now in an area where a lot of Baptist churches and some of us live in an area of a lot of Catholic churches and, and people have all the different understandings of Pentecost. But what's funny is Pentecost is not a super spiritual term. It simply means 50. That's all it means. Okay, Jesus resurrected 40 days later. He goes, yo, it's... About to go. I'm gonna go up. Holy Spirit's gonna come. I'm getting out of here. He flies to heaven. Okay? 10 days later, boom! It was awesome. Now, what's interesting is that this Pentecost is not just 50. It's also one of the three annual feasts of the Jewish people. Okay, you have the gift of the law. You have the gift of the harvest. Oh, yeah, grubbing, grubbing. Do you you understand something? Americans, we like to fast all the time. And then we act like we're we're supporting Judeo-Christian ethics. Listen, Jews feast more than they fast. Look at your neighbor and say, you've been feasting. (laughs) It's me, it's me, it's me. Okay, so three annual feasts. One of them was the feast of the giving of the law, Pudim. Then the the feast of the the prophets and, and the feast of the harvest. It's really good. It includes New Year even. But then there's Pentecost. This amazing time where Jesus ascended and 10 days later the Holy Spirit descended. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, great word, paraclama, a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. Do it with me. and not that just feel good? Okay. It came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of Fire. Fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues or languages as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, the crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these people who are speaking, aren't them fools from Brown County? (laughs) Then how were them acting like they're from Britain and, 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 and the UAE and acting like they're from Egypt and Greece and, 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 and Crete. How are these people doing this? This is my translation. Let me, let me read all the, all the places they were from. Parthia. Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, Cretans and Arabs. Arabs too, y'all. That's right. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongue. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Peter stood up and told them, God promised this. This is the move of God that was prophesied in the book of Joel. Father, today, bust us up. In Jesus' name, amen. So today, I want to talk to you for a few minutes before we go to brunch. Those of you that come to church at 9 a.m., you're sophisticated. We don't eat breakfast. We don't merely eat lunch. We have brunch on Sunday. The second service crowd, uncircumcised Philistines. Can I say that in church? Did I I'm probably not going to heaven. But you know, when I read this story, and I read a lot more than I even gave the the, the video team to to look at but w- when I read this story, I can't help but think of this: The Holy Spirit coming down was like a cell phone. Yeah. The Holy Spirit coming down on humans was like a cell phone getting signal. Let me explain. Everybody in here, in case you didn't know, I just changed you. This officially, you've been changed. Okay. You, hi, Jelaine. Everyone in this room right now, you are officially a phone. What kind of phone are you? I don't know. Okay. But you're a regular phone. You're not a super phone. Today, you're an old school phone. We're talking about rotary dial. Brrr, brrr, Okay, that's what you are right now. That's what you are. Everybody say, I'm a phone. Okay, now, everybody's a phone. But now, since it's a modern time, I'll go ahead and make you a cell phone, but you're an old cell phone. Okay, you're a brick phone. Remember the brick phone from Miami Vice? If you ain't old enough to know that, just be quiet and go to sleep. This is for grown folk today. I'm just kidding. I love you. Holy Spirit fingers. Um, maybe you're a bag phone. You're like, pick up, you're in a bag and there's a little antenna and you don't remember the three-watt bag phone that gives you cancer? Maybe you're a Razor flip phone. Remember those? Those were tight. Boy, you had a Razor, you were hot. You stick that mug in your back pocket and your booty was flat. Like you didn't have to have the bulge sticking out. It was cool. Man, it, it, whatever phone you are, Whether it's old school or new school, here's what Jesus did. Jesus presented them a plan. You see, a phone is useless without a plan. If you don't have access, the phone can't access the network, it can't make calls. So Jesus gave everybody's phone a plan. It's called the plan of salvation. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you believe in Him, you confess your sins, you tr- your trust in Him, you are saved. OK? That means you have access to the Father. It comes through Jesus. Uh-huh? So now your phone has access. Now what? Well, Jesus tells his disciples, "Listen, I'm going to give you a download of the Holy Spirit. The minute you accepted me, you get the power of the Spirit. That's why the disciples went out, the 12, and they're sharing the gospel and people getting wrecked, getting changed, getting fixed. That's why Jesus is hanging out and they're multiplying fish and bread and feeding people because they had a download of the Holy Spirit from the moment they accepted Christ. The Holy Spirit gave them this download and you have that download. That's called the indwelling of the Spirit. The Spirit of God is in you, okay? He's in you, (laughs) You didn't know that, did you? Like, I feel something in my tummy. Yeah. Holy Spirit. See, so used to you used to you used to sing about it when you were a little kid, but you thought it was figurative. You're like, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Where? I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart, too. I've got the peace there. Okay, I'm sorry. I get excited. I like that song. I like songs. Okay. But that was literally Jesus, the presence of God, the the paracletos, living inside of you, the power of God, the indwelling, the living God living in you. He said before, I put my presence in a box or in a tabernacle. Now I make my habitation in humanity. You are that presence. You're the temple. You're literally the temple. Your body is a temple okay you got stained glass eyes different colors right beautiful okay so this is so cool so you have the indwelling of the holy spirit and that spirit the holy spirit indwelling gives you the ability to turn your regular phone into a smartphone what's the difference between a regular phone and a smartphone? First of all, I'm a Blackberry. Hey, okay, sorry. Um, the difference between a regular phone and a smartphone is this a smartphone can download apps. That's the main difference. The Holy Spirit gives you the ability to communicate with God. I'm mean, sorry, the plan of salvation gives you the ability to communicate with God and request downloads of apps. One of the greatest apps you can download are the fruits of the Spirit. That's the personality types of Christ that you can download into yourself. The character qualities of, of Christ that you can download into your soul and that you can act like a Christian instead of cussing people out in the parking lot or running in the snowbank and acting like we moved it. Right? That's good stuff. I love fruit. But then there's other stuff there's gifts. Oh, yeah. You can download gifts into your smartphone. Yeah, man, the the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, prophecy, the discerning of spirits, faith, miracles, all kinds of cool stuff. And the one that was really important, in fact, I know how important it was because the disciples went out the first time they're preaching and and they said even the the, the people were being healed and delivered. But the second time he sent out 120 and when they came back, they said, yo, Jesus, the demons were subject to us. We were doing miracles and, and, and healing people and even demons were subject to us. And Jesus goes, that's cool. But remember, the most important thing is your relationship with me. But there was only one thing, one gift that was so important, Jesus changed his lyrics to deliver it. I'm almost done preaching. This is good. Y'all get anything yet? They're like, maybe if you keep going, I'll learn something today. Jesus' vocabulary, and I've shared this with you before, Jesus' vocabulary is consistently the word go. He's always saying go. Go. Every time somebody meets Jesus and spends time with Jesus, the encounter ends with a two-letter word, go. Almost every single time. It's crazy. You're like, Alan, you're you're, you're kidding. No, I'm talking about while Jesus is in heaven in the Old Testament and Jesus is on earth in the New Testament, nearly every encounter ends with the word, go. In Genesis chapter 1, he tells Adam and Eve, go, be fruitful and multiply, he never said stop. Look at your wife right now and repeat after me. He never said stop. <laughs> I'm never getting invited back. To Noah in his family, he said the same thing to Adam and Eve. He said, go be fruitful and multiply because the whole earth got wrecked. He goes, but this time you can eat meat and all the meat eaters said, Amen. He said to Abram, go, I will send you to a land. You will find it and discover it because I'm going to send it to you if you walk by faith. To Moses, go, deliver my people. Tell Pharaoh, let my people to Gideon go defeat the de enemy you'll overcome them as if they were but one man to Elijah go present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the land to Isaiah go he, after he said here am I send me to Jeremiah go he said preach you're not too young to Ezekiel go with an unpopular message and the dry bones will live to Hosea he said go marry a hoe that's jacked up I'm not gonna say that again but she was not such a nice woman, okay? She was, forget it. To Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach. To the lepers, go, show yourself. here. Now we're getting into Jesus. To the centurion, go your way. It will be done as you believe. To the paralytic, take up your bed and... To the woman with the issue of blood, he said, your faith has made you well. To the woman who was caught in the very act of adultery, he said, and sin no more. To the story of the good Samaritan, he said... And do likewise. So the nobleman said, he said, your son lives. To blind Bartimaeus, your faith has made you well. To Mary in Gethsemane. And tell my brothers, and in the Great Commission, he says, go into all the world, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He's never saying stop. He's always saying go. Why is he doing this? Because Jesus is all about forward momentum in relationship for supernatural world domination. Not so we can be happy or have some joy. (laughs) No, you got that when the deposit came down, when the first initial installment came down, the first one's free, the next one's gonna cost you. When he dropped that Holy Spirit into your soul, he said, I'm going to give you apps, but there's one where I'm not gonna tell you to go. There's one where I'm not gonna tell you to run. There's one where I'm not gonna tell you just to go, go, go. There's one where he said, wait. In Acts chapter one, he looked at those disciples and he said, you know what? You've healed the sick, you've raised the dead, you've discharged the debtor, you've cast out demons. But let me tell you something, you need to wait because there's one gift that I want you to download before we start this campaign of transformation. It's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter two, they waited 10 days, 10 days praying and waiting. I don't know what they were doing when the Holy Spirit arrived. I think they were playing Monopoly or something, because that's the only game that lasts long enough to wait. And they're waiting and waiting and waiting. And all of a sudden there was a sound and there was an appearance and there was a manifestation. The initial physical evidence that they were baptized in the Holy Spirit was they began to speak in other languages that they themselves had never studied, nor did they know what they were saying. Isn't that like God? To turn an adult into a child and a child into an adult. He makes us trust him. He said, if you're going to come to my kingdom, you must come as a child. In other words, you have to trust me like a child trusts their parent, a good parent. But he's better than the average, right? He's perfect. But I love the way Jesus said it. In Acts chapter 1, he said, he said because John, he baptized you in water. He said, but a few days from now, you're going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That, that terminology took us a long time, and it, and it took a really long time for us to understand. I think it was 1400s. Uh, we, we studied the works of a man named Nicander, a great Greek uh, a philosopher and poet, and he helped us understand what Jesus was saying in Acts chapter 1, when Jesus said, bapto, great word, baptizo, another great word, better word. Baptō, he says, you know, John Bapto, That means to dip or quick, uh, dip quickly to immerse fast. Whoop, pull him out. But he said a few days from now, and this is what we didn't understand. Baptizo, what does that mean? It means to immerse and leave it there until it's changed. The the way that Nicander helped us understand it is a recipe for pickles left by the Jewish women. They would baptō the cucumber in boiling water and then baptizo the cucumber in their brining or vinegar. That's how they created pickles. And if you didn't know how pickles were made, you just learned something. I just helped you. Okay? So what does it mean to be baptized in the Holy Spirit? It means this. We were baptized in water as a demonstration of our obedience and faith to God. But when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you stay in Him. See, you have an indwelling of the Spirit inside of you, but now you're overwhelmingly immersed in his presence on the outside. Huh? Yeah, see, what's on the inside doesn't always show. Not always. But when it's on the outside, it's like when you pour anointing oil on a new and future king, you can tell they've been anointed. You can tell when someone's been baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because intimacy leads to integrity, integrity leads to authority, authority leads to power, and power leads to supernatural world domination. Uh-huh. Let me say it again. Intimacy leads to integrity. Integrity leads to authority. Authority leads to power. And after you get power comes world domination, transformation, a shift. What kind of power? Matthew, uh, I'm sorry. John 16 verse eight says, the Holy Spirit has come to the world to, re- and, and, and to convict the world in regards to sin and righteousness and the judgment that is to come. That the power God has given us, if we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, is the power to change lives. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, God tells the disciples, you will be my witnesses. This is so cool. What does that mean? Man, I wish I had all day but I've only got like seven minutes. It's going to be worth it though. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it all. Wait, all. Sorry, I was a little sharp. Now, when I was studying this, the cell phone thing came to me but you know what else came to me? came to me was, um, when I was eight and my dad would take me witnessing and we used to use the old methods of witnessing called beat em up. And we'd walk to your house <laughs> and we'd come to your door. Hey, if you were to die tonight, do you know where you're going to go? Huh? Do you, do you? Don't you close that door? Remember that? If you were to stand before God's great right throne judgment and he would to ask you, why should I let you in heaven? Why, 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 why? What would you say? You're going to hell. Remember that? Remember that kind of witnessing? That was back in the day when I thought it was my job to be the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm about to preach. But when you're immersed in the Holy Spirit, you don't have to do all that because the Holy Spirit does all the sales. What does the book of John say? The Holy Spirit's come into the world to convict the world in regards to sin and judgment, and I'm sorry, sin and righteousness and the judgment that is to come. In other words, all you have to do is love people. Hey man, how are you doing today? Man, have you ever hung out with someone who felt the conviction of God while you were not trying to beat them up? That's the Holy Spirit. It's his job. It's not mine. All I do is talk about Jesus. You won't believe what Jesus did for me. And your friend will finally get tired of you and be like, why are you always telling me about Jesus? It feels so bad. I don't even want to go to the party anymore because you'd be acting so crazy talking about some Jesus. And you're like, I just wanted to tell you he healed my mom because the Holy Spirit is working them over. He's MMAing their soul. It's not you. That's why we don't have to do that because we figured out many years ago that all we have to do is testify. My favorite way to start a testimony is, dude, you won't believe what God did for me. (laughs) You won't believe what God did for me because there's always something amazing that God's done for me, always. I don't even have to know what I'm gonna say. I just walk in people and go, man, you won't believe what God did for me, man. And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, dude, check it. I used to be an angry person. Look at me now, bro. I'm weird happy. (laughs) You know those people you know don't belong around here? (laughs) That's me. I don't know why. I grew up out here. And now I'm weird. I love people. I never thought I could love people the way I love them. Something's changed in me. And I know what it is. It's God's love. He's made me a different person. You know, I could pray for you right now and your relationship with Jesus could begin. Holy Spirit's flying in like a dove, pecking them right in the back of their head. I wish you would ignore the black man right now. You know you need to listen to him. They might get mad at you. They might react really strange to you, but here's the deal. The Holy Spirit's doing all the work. People think the baptism of the Holy Spirit is, is just... Praying in the spirit or praying in in languages, praying in tongues. It's way more than that. It's way more than that. See, I remember when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, everything changed in my life. I became a, a wild, rambunctious soul winner. I did not become a different person, I became a person directed by different reasons. My means and my purpose were different. What I did was different because I knew the grace of God was on my life. I was forgiven and I knew that other people could be too. And so at 17, 16 years of age, I would walk around the mall and just tell people, man, you won't believe what God's done for me. Man, he forgave me and I didn't deserve to be forgiven. I was the kind of person, you wouldn't even leave your sandwich on the counter because I'd take a bite out of it. But Jesus has changed me. I'm a new person. I'm not what I used to be. That was basically my whole testimony at 16. I hadn't done a whole lot except kiss two girls one day. That was about it. So there wasn't a whole lot of stuff to me to say I was addicted or anything. I just said, man, Jesus changed me. And I'd be walking through the mall sharing that and people start weeping and I'd pray for them and they'd accept Christ. And me and my friend Mark would be like, yes, we got another one for Jesus. And we keep walking through the mall until the security guard came. He was my friend, his name was Dre. And he said, Alan, the mall has discovered that you and Mark are to be banned from the mall because you keep walking up to people and talking to them. And then they cry and you leave the mall after you hug them. He goes, crying people, don't buy clothes. We need you to leave. We got kicked out of the mall for witnessing. <laughs> shoot, we cursed that mall. We're powerful. They, that mall shut down because we, <laughs> and then they built a bigger one and we didn't really do anything. It was fun to believe that for like a week. You can't kick us out. We're believers. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. It was a time and a place, right? And it was so cool that the Holy Spirit chose to use us. 16 years old, I was walking around. Come on, worship team, give me that band back. 16 years old, walking around the cafeteria of my school. I was a student body president. I was praying for my friends because I had some friends that were really jacked up, just like I was. <coughs> disillusioned with church, disillusioned. with society this is the teenage angst of the late 80s right and 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 i remember i said god i want that ooga booga stuff see i went to church and my youth pastor um, told us that if you pray god will give you the baptism of the holy spirit if you ask him he'll give it to you i was like cool i go what happens then He goes, okay, this is really cool, Alan. He goes, "Um, God's going to talk to you. He's going to put words in your mind. And whatever he tells you to do or say or pray, he goes, do it, say it or pray it. He goes, that's it. He goes, then after that, when you walk up to people to share the love of God with them, God will help you. God will be there with you. You won't feel alone. And he says, and many times, if not all the time, God will help you know what to say when you don't know what to say. He goes, now, Alan, understand this. He's not going to make you eloquent, but what he will do is make you effective. That means that whatever you say, he will season it so that when people hear it, it goes into the into their heart, not just their head. He goes, and God will allow you to be a part of his world change. I was like, dude, I'm in. I'm so in, bro, I'm in. So I'm walking back and forth to the cafeteria praying before school and I'm like, God, I want that ooga booga stuff because everybody I ever saw receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it kind of looks, they kind of, you know, close their eyes and they're like, ooga booga. You know, I don't know what they were saying but it wasn't English. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know what they were saying but I want that stuff. That's cool. That's really cool to me because I feel like when God talks to you, God's not going to give you something easy to say because if he did, it wouldn't be hard to say it and it wouldn't be a test of faith. That's not faith. That's not faith. But when God tells you to say something that makes you sound like a child, starting over again, trusting God for lyrics that you do not understand, oh baby, that takes faith. And so I'm like, God, give me that ooga-booga stuff. Hook me up, Jesus. And I'm walking back and forth. And I'm like, God, please, please hook me up. And God goes, okay, Alan. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Well, I'm listening, I'm listening. He goes, say buh nah son I ain't saying that father hook me up I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit I want you to give me words and words to pray and say and do I want to do whatever you want me to do I just said it say buh nah son that's not the Holy Spirit Lord I pray that you would give me words to say to pray to do say are you going to say it or not buh okay sound dumb though See, if I made it up, it'd sound way better than buh. That's how you know you didn't make it up. Because in a moment, God's gonna speak to your head. Some of you, you're gonna see words. Some of you are gonna hear words. Some of you, you're gonna feel words that's gonna resonate in your spirit. Some of you, man, you're going to literally have an original idea, original thought pop right in your mind. And you're gonna be like, that ain't God. I made that up, really? Trust me, you're not that creative. You can just come up with a whole new language on your own, or even one word or one syllable, like I got one syllable, buh. If I made it up, it would have sounded way cooler than that. I've been like, shaka Khan. let me tell you what I'm going to do. Gonna love you, gonna hug you, gonna squeeze you too. shaka Khan. I would, that's what I would have came up with. Wouldn't have been no buh. So I'm in there, I'm like, buh. He's like, say it again. Buh, buh, buh. And then I started to think about it, hold up i just heard from god i got a little more confident i was like bah, 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 bah. then i went to prayer meeting that night it's a monday night and, and, and it's all the young people and we were in a prayer meeting and 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 this one prayer meeting was real cool among teenagers and we're going back to that right now if you haven't noticed young adults are getting into prayer meetings again and and i mean i i, I was in this prayer meeting And everyone in my pastor goes, hey, everybody pray in the spirit now. Pray with the new words God gave you. And my friends are going around the room and their words sounded so different than mine. In fact, theirs sounded kind of cooler than mine. I was kind of jealous. Like my friend Mark, the same kid I was talking about, me and Mark, Mark's over there like... Shangri-lang ding 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 dang dang Shangri-lang gang 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 And I'm over here like, man, that's that's really good. Like mine's not as good as that. I'm like, ba 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 Shangri-lang gang 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 ba ba Shangri-lang gang 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 ba 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 It was great. <laughs> simply test to the emergency broadcast system of heaven are you listening are you willing to obey what God is telling you to say are you willing to do what God is asking you to do if you are and God can trust you with buh he can trust you with souls because if you'll trust him in the little things he said I'll make you master over much and there's nothing more important to heaven than people And so the baptism of the Holy Spirit preceded the world being turned upside down by the preaching of the disciples. In other words, God used their life. They didn't turn into different people. No, they were the same people with the power of the Holy Spirit on them, not just in them, on them. So that everything that came out of them was seasoned, salted, and and sainted, if you will, into the lives of others. Yeah. That's good. That kind of power we need. We need the kind of power to love people. To treat them the way that God would have us treat them. To love them and respect them and to cherish them. And to reach them with the love of God. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to go to work tomorrow. Not just to share your faith with the homeless person on the street, but with the wealthy person in your manager's office or the CEO, CFO of your business, CIO, of your industry. He'll speak to you and through you if you let him. What's it going to sound like? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's different. There might be another person in here that speaks Allen tongue. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's somebody else in here like me. But you know what? The Bible says this. It could be a a tongue of humans or a tongue of angels, a spiritual tongue language or a language of humanity. There's been many times I've been at youth camps and family camps, and I've used my Google Translate because I'm a nerd. And while people were praying in the spirit, I flipped on my Google Translate and straight up, it was a language from another country. Stinking awesome. And it had words. And the words, they were actually saying stuff that made sense about God incredible now don't take your phone out and start trying to run around and stick it in people's face but right now I want you to experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit if you're ready say okay maybe you're here right now and you go Alan you know what I can't do that why because I don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ oh man we can fix that right now we can fix that right now If you're in this room right now and you say, Alan, I want to start a relationship with Christ or you're streaming online and you say, I want to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. When I count to three, all you got to do, all you got to do is wave at me. That's it. Even if you're on on your screen right now, wave at me on your screen. Ready? You're like, Alan, I want to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. We're all going to pray, but I want you to tell me who you are so I know who we're praying for. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Wave at me right now. Yeah. Hey, 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 my family. Yes, this is going to be good. Maybe you're hearing and you're like, "Alan, I want to restart my relationship cuz man, I walked away. Wave at me." Yeah. Hey. Hey family? Yeah. That's that's so good. Let's do this. Take your right hand, put it over your heart. We're going to pray and talk to God out loud cuz that's what people do in the Bible when they pray. They never prayed in their head. That's a that's that's a weird new thing that that's not normal. The Bible says with the mouth confession is made into righteousness. Say this prayer with me. Say, hey, Jesus, I need your help because I've sinned. Will you please forgive me? Will you change me? Will you make me new so sin doesn't stain my life anymore? I give my life to you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, whether you're in this room or streaming or in Brown County right now, that you're forgiven. That you're just as good as the greatest Christian in the world. You're just as good as the apostles. You're just as good as the prophets. You're just as good as Pastor Dallas, Pastor Sonny, Pastor Sean. You're just as good as Pastor Barry, and that's almost impossible. You're just as good. There's nothing hindering you from receiving free gifts from God. So, I want you to pray with me out loud and you can smile when you do this prayer. Ready? This prayer simply says this, God, I want a download of the Holy Spirit. Ready? One, two, three, say it. That was was so easy, wasn't it? All right, let's say this. God, please baptize me in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that God loves giving gifts to his children. He enjoys it. So you asked... And now you're going to experience the literal translation of ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you. Alan, how do I receive this gift? It's very simple. You ask, you wait, and then you be willing. That means that we have to be willing to do whatever God says to us, whatever word comes to our mind, whatever statement God declares to us, we speak it out loud back. Trusting God with your lyrics. That is faith and God always honors your faith in a moment I'm going to count to three I love counting when I say one everybody in this room you're going to remain seated the first time when I say one you're going to raise your hands as if I pulled a gun on you let's practice one okay (laughs) they're like I'm used to this (laughs) that's hilarious I don't know where you live but it sucks All right, so I'm going to say one you're going to raise your hands let's practice again one Excellent. Then I'm going to say, two, you're going to keep your hands up. You're going to take a deep breath and just relax. You do not have to stress out. You do not have to cry to get this gift. Nobody cries before they get their gifts at Christmas, okay? So if you you just cry anyway, you're a crying person, enjoy the cry fest, okay? But you do not have to cry. You do not have to beg. You are God's kid. God wants you to have this gift. Free. is free. I love that. Okay, so one, you're going to put your hands up. Two, you're going to take a deep breath and relax. Ooh, that feels good. Then I'm going to say three, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. When I say that, I want you to speak out loud what God speaks to you. No matter how weird it sounds, no matter how crazy it sounds, no matter if you're actually speaking the same language your baby just spoke, it's always going to be a test of your faith. Always. In other words, God's going to give you something that you absolutely do not want to and under any circumstances say. That's what he does. He does. He does not make it easy. <laughs> you ready? Dog, I love this so much. Okay, let's practice. Okay, we're going to practice. It's just a practice. Okay, look at your neighbor say, this is just a practice. Man, I love my job. Okay, let's try it. One. You better put your hands up. Give me your purse. How dare you come in here looking with that looking so nice today. Okay. Number 2, take a deep breath. <sighs> Do another one cuz that's really good for you. <sighs> and then when I say 3, Whatever the Holy Spirit speaks to you, however he speaks it, everyone's a little bit different. When I say three, whatever comes to your mind to do, say, or pray, do it, say it, or pray it. If God says, say, bu, say, buh. If God says, say, taco, say, taco. Whatever you're hearing, I want you to speak it. Know this. It will not be a language that you already know. It will not be uh, necessarily an English word, unless English is not a language you understand, in which case I'm shocked you're here but it will always be a test of your faith to speak what you heard. You're going to think you made it up. Promise. I promise you, you did not make it up. Some of you are going to say, man, I'm scared that I'm going to make it up and God's going to strike me dead. I promise you, God is not going to strike you dead. He does not get mad at you for chasing after his gifts. And even if you screw it up, all he's going to say to you is good work, child. Keep trying. Keep going. Don't give up. Remember, you're his baby. You're learning, you're you're learning how to walk. He's not going to yell at you for learning how to walk. He's not going to throw lightning bolts at you for trying to ride your bike. He wants you to keep going. He loves you. You're his favorite. One. Two. Deep breath. You're doing so good. Now, three, be baptized in the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Now, whatever God speaks to you, I want you to whisper it right now. You don't have to yell it, but you can whisper it. If you want to yell it, go ahead and yell it. Some of you are crazy like me, but if you're like, man, I'm more quiet, that's okay. You just have power added to your quiet. Some of you say, man, I'm more contemplative. It's okay. You're just power and contemplative, but speak what he gives you. Jesus, 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 Oh, that's good. Isn't it funny how it's peaceful even though we're all talking? Now stand up on your feet with me, everybody stand. Let's try standing up. What I love is in the Bible that there's times people received just standing around. The Bible says they were all together in one room in one accord. That's all. There was no specific thing they had to do. The, the other thing I loved is that there's times where people would pray for each other. They'd receive. Times the, by, the gospel would be preached. People would receive that gift. Times where people would be just worshiping God and loving God and they'd be filled with that gift. God will fill you everywhere. But why not Anywhere? Why not here? Why not now? Why not now? Why not now? Some of you are like, man, I don't know if I need this. Trust me. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. But you don't know what you need until you have it. It's amazing how sometimes we think we don't need things until we actually have them. You don't need a screwdriver until you have a screw that needs to be moved. You don't have a need of a hammer until you have a nail that needs to be driven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Different personalities. That's my personality. <laughs> Quiet people, relax. Let me minister to the quiet people real quick. They get mad and we get loud. Don't they? Yeah, I know. My my dad was one of those people. So contemplative, quiet. He needed the peaceful moment like this. One, everybody lift your hands. Just relax. Don't get stressed out on me. Chill out. Holy Spirit loves you. God loves you. You only have to do what you hear. Or what you see in the Spirit. Don't do anything else. What do you hear? What do you see? That's what you do. Two, take a deep breath, relax. (sighs) Awesome. Now, here we go. Three, be baptized in the Holy Spirit right now. In Jesus' name, go. Shira ma kotoran rabaki. Potoranda rabaki terebecha. Betaranda rababa kotoran babakolsetetishi. Shotoranda rabak Thank you Jesus. Let's do it again. 1. 2. Deep breath. 3. Be baptized in the Holy Ghost in Jesus name. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What's coming in your mind? Say it out loud right now. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Your neighbor is not worried about you right now. What are you hearing? Borondora bacata si tedesha, Pesa taranda da bacotoranda da baki, Boto da bacarianda da bashotora, Boro di diki si di Jesus, thank you, God. Awesome. One. Two. (sighs) Stop thinking you're not worthy. Stop thinking God's mad at you. Stop worrying about sins and failures. You don't give your kids gifts because they're perfect. You give your kids gifts because you love them. God loves you. This gift is not contingent upon your perfection or your excellence. This gift is only contingent upon your relationship with God. If you prayed and accepted God's forgiveness today, you're in. There's nothing else you need to do to have a relationship with God, but ask Him for His forgiveness. That's it. He says, if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins, and then He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Stop beating yourself up. Stop whooping yourself in the in your mind, that is not the problem. More often, the problem is my obedience and my willingness. It's not sin. One, two, three, be filled with the Holy Spirit right now. Overflowed and baptized in the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bete rabako tora ndarabaki, beso tora ndarabaka tari andarabaso. Haram babako re shiri dikita ramasa tari Thank you, Jesus. So cool. Now look at me, everybody, look at me. How many of you during that time, you're like, dude, I heard something. I spoke what God told me to speak and it sounded weird or I sounded like a fool or <laughs> I did not want to say it, but I said it. If that's you and I count to three, I want to embarrass you further. I want you to wave at me so I know who to laugh at right now because you just went through what I went through where I was like, dude, I don't want to say buh, but I did it. Okay, if you heard something from God and you said what God gave you, when I count to three, wave at a black man. Ready? One, two, three, wave at chocolate. Wave at chocolate. Wave at chocolate. Okay, that's pretty cool. Isn't that fun? How many of you are like, dude, I didn't hear nothing. What's up with this? Why, why am I not hearing anything? Good news. Good news. Your Christmas is coming. But how many of y'all are like, man, I didn't hear anything yet. Wave at me right now. You're like, dude, I didn't hear nothing yet. Okay, you're pretty much my favorite people in the room. You know why? Because I asked God for this gift and asked Him and asked Him and asked Him for almost a year. Almost a year, dude. You know why? Because my Christmas was coming. I didn't know when He was going to do it. I just knew that I was going to ask every chance I got. I had a young lady in my my ministry in, in Miami who received the baptism of the Holy Spirit while she was doing her devotions in the bathroom, she'd go in there and close the door to get away from her little brother and she's reading her Bible, sitting on the toilet, not using the restroom, but sitting on the toilet and doing her devotionals and the Holy Spirit baptized her in the the restroom. So if he can do that in the bathroom, he can fill you everywhere and anywhere. He can overflow in your life all the time. But because we want to have a little more fun, why are you looking at me? Don't be looking at me like that. I don't care what time the next service gathers. They ain't even saved in the second service. These are the only Christians in the city right here. I'm just kidding. We're not the only Christians in the city. But let me say something to some of you who think, man, God doesn't want to talk to me. Trust me, he does. Trust me, he can fill all of you today. Some of you need more information instead of inspiration. I'm very inspirational okay but you might go man I want more info that's why I wrote a book okay believe it or not I'm considered a foremost theologian on the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the Assemblies of God I actually do have a doctorate (laughs) I know what I'm talking about I don't say all that to begin with because not everybody needs all that but those of us that take a little bit longer most of us are a little more contemplative We're a little bit more chill and we would much rather be in a smaller group to receive a gift from God like that. That's okay. God loves that. He made you that way. Embrace it. It's not a curse. It's not a bad thing. That drives me crazy when people run themselves down. Just because I'm wild and wacky doesn't mean that's the way everyone's supposed to be. No. God made you that way. And he wants to do things for you the way that will serve and minister to people just like you who are in our world that need you. Okay? Now, Alan, why do I need this gift? Why should I continue to pursue it this week? Why should I continue to pursue it today? Because I'm going to give you a moment. I'm going to stand up here and pray with people. Because... World domination is by His Spirit. What do you mean by world domination? Reaching our world with the love of Christ Jesus does not happen any other way but by the Spirit. I know I grew up trying to force it down people's throats. Didn't work. Even manipulation with words didn't work. It wasn't until I allowed the Holy Spirit to do all the sales work and I just told them my story that everything changed. Is it any wonder that the number one fastest growing denomination in the world is Pentecostal denominations? All the others are shrinking radically, dramatically, frighteningly. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit. It's not because we're better than anybody. It's the Holy Spirit. We allow the Holy Spirit to do the work of changing lives while we do the work of telling our story you won't believe what god did for me you won't believe how god changed my life you wouldn't believe what god can do for you if you let him we will reach this city we will turn it upside down we'll spank its little butt and we'll bring it to jesus ready (laughs) one just do it one more time. One. Two. Deep breath. You're doing so good. Relax, relax, relax. Three. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, be baptized in the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you got words from God, I want you to say those words over and over again. Don't stop. Say it over and over again. And then I want you to put your hands, everybody put your hand on your left, person on your left, the person on your right. Put it on their, sho- on their shoulders. We're just praying for our neighbors right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray right now. In Jesus' name that you would baptize our brothers and sisters in the Holy Spirit. Lord, there's things we don't understand, and that's okay. We don't even understand how our bodies work. Lord, we don't understand how planes fly. We don't understand technology. We just discovered there's another level to the earth's crust this week in science. Lord, it's okay for us not to understand how you baptize people completely, understand how you baptize people in the Holy Spirit. But Lord, we know that when your Spirit comes, you do great things with those people. And Lord, we want to do great things for you. We are selflessly hungry for your presence and your power to do good things in us. So Lord, I pray today that you would empower your people beyond the normal and into the supernatural. In Jesus' name, Just begin to pray right now in your new words. If you pray in English, better pray in English right now for your neighbors. That God would use our lives to transform the 920. To bring healing and hope and love and joy to our workplace and the city place. Every place. Shoroba bokotori yandarabasi, sitarababa katar yandarabasoto, bokosi tarabasha, bekaramba hasi tekesa, choto asite dabakoto rabasha. In the name of Jesus, Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus, in Jesus name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now listen to God for words that don't come from you. Listen to God for words He wants you to say that aren't English. Listen to God for words to speak that aren't Espanol. Listen to Him right now. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Petaranda Rabakotoranda Rabashataraki. Petaranda Rabakotoranda Rabashataki. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh. Yes. Yeah Jesus. Mm. Thank you God. Teraba kotore shitenakita sa Te tara nda ba kotora Yeah. Ready? Lift your hands. 1. This is so great. 2. Deep breath. Prepared cuz God's speaking. He's speaking. There's words popping in some of your minds right now. You've just been nervous about saying it. Don't be afraid to say it. When I say three, just blurt it out. The first thing that God puts in your mind, it usually is the first idea that pops in your mind. You know why? Because there's nothing else populating that space right now. You've been relaxing in the presence of God. There's nothing else to take that place in that space. One, two, and now three. Speak it now. Go. Bobobo bakite de besho, bola esete sete kita bashoto, satata site de katamasho. Jesus, beca rambaba kotorianda de basa, shira bas sotoramaca, botorambaba kite de beshoramaca, shira masoto randa de bakite de besata, kata satata shite de beco, borambaba karia shite deca. When we pray in the spirit, the most amazing thing happens as we turn those words that we're saying into prayers. We literally repeat them and say them back to God. It's like the spirit of God is helping us pray. And when the spirit is helping you pray, you're praying in the spirit. You're praying with and in the power of the Holy Spirit, which means you can't fail. These prayers are perfect prayers. They're prayers that are inspired by God for us, for us. The Bible says one who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. We're, We're praying over ourselves and others. Prayers that God would have us pray. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right yeah, that was amazing. So here's what I want you to do. In a moment, I'm going to count to three. This is just as important as the other three counts. This time I want you to, when I count to three, I want you to go to two people. I want you to hug them. I want you to look them dead in their eyes. And I want you to say, I love you. You're my family. Okay. Two people. When I count to three, if you don't do what I say, I rebuke you. <laughs> then if you're in this room and you say, Alan, I want to receive this gift and I'm willing to stick around between services and pray with you, I'm going to be right up here praying for those of you like, man, I still want this and I'm going to pursue it. How many of you today, you heard a word or a phrase or a sentence and you prayed it? When I count to three, I want a big high wave. Okay, so we can all be encouraged by you. Ready? One, two, three, big high wave. Big high wave. Wow. That's so cool. That's awesome. I'm kind of jealous of y'all, man. Didn't happen that quick for me. First time. How am y'all like, dude, I'm still chasing this gift. I want this gift and I'm still going for it. I want you to wave at me. Big high wave. One, two, three. Big high wave. Nice. All right. I'm going to stick around. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be praying. If you want to come pray with me, I'm, we're going to be doing that. If you go, man, Alan, I need more information trust me there's a book for you and we're going to be allowing uh even this second gathering we're going to go even longer in the prayer i'm going to do some different things in the prayer so if you want to go eat breakfast or brunch and come back at the end of our second gathering and come join us in the altar time it's going to be a little bit different and you're going to enjoy that engagement as well are you ready what's your what's your job right now one, two, three. Two people. Go. Two people. I love you. What are you? You're my family. Tell them. Yeah. Two people. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. If you need prayer, I'm up here. I'm ready to pray. Come on up. The rest of you, I love you. You're my family. Have an amazing week. We'll see you here at the end of our next gathering or next Sunday. Thanks for joining us this week. Still thinking about the message? Go follow our message recap podcast, Chew On That. The Chew On That podcast is a podcast where Life Church staff chew over the latest messages to dig deeper into our faith. Tap the link in the episode description to have a listen. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next week.